Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. What's up, everyone? Welcome to popculture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you need to know. I'm one of your hosts, Anna Rumer. And I'm Jamison Brown. And I'm Victoria Magadami. And we have a packed show (laughs) this week. A lot going on. Oh my gosh. I swear to God, we'll, we'll try not to make this like a million years long because no one wants that, including us. But there's so much that has happened this week, guys. I know we talked about Kanye last week, but there have been developments, as one might say. Um, <laughs> there's stuff going on in Bachelor Nation, and it's not even regarding Claire's season, which is like, oh my gosh, there's too much there. Uh, mm-hmm. Tamar Braxton is in the hospital, and that sucks, so we got to talk about that. And um, then just this morning, they confirmed that Big Brother is officially on. I know we talked about that last week, too, but we've got a rumored cast list. We've got a premiere date. There's just like a lot going on. So let's dive right in, cut all of the all of the normal talking at the beginning, and let's just jump in. Um, Kanye, let's just address it right off the bat because it's kind of depressing. There's a few downs, but I tried to balance them with ups. Um, <laughs> things have progressed with him. Sunday, he had his first presidential campaign rally. It was really erratic. I mean, we've talked about his mental health in the past, and we'll kind of get to this later, but uh, Kim Kardashian did confirm that he's going through something related to his bipolar disorder. Um, So his campaign rally, a lot of people showed up kind of just to see what it was going to be like, it seemed, and they got quite a show. You know, he he said things about Harriet Tubman that are not true, but she didn't free the slaves. Her family was like, what are you talking about? Um, said things about Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby, told a really personal story saying that, you know, when he and Kim first got pregnant with North, that they were considering uh, aborting her and that Kim had stepped up and been like, no, I don't want to. And he regrets that decision. Just a lot of stuff for a presidential rally. Um, And at the time it was, you know, with Kanye, things start off and people forget how dark it gets. So there were a lot of jokes about the rally and, you know, people kind of making fun of it, but things, you know, move as they do with Kanye. Um, onto Twitter Monday, he was saying that Kim and Chris Jenner were trying to lock him up, uh, which they assume means like 5150 him basically, uh, sharing texts to Chris, threatening to like go to war with her, He said in another tweet that he'd been trying to divorce Kim since 2018, accusing her kind of, I I mean, they're clearly tweets from someone who is unwell, so it's hard to really suss out what they mean, but it seems like he was accusing her of cheating on him with Meek Mill, who was like, no. Um, Just clearly going through it. Um, Kim then came out Wednesday after a couple days of this and people starting to be like, ugh. I don't, I don't know. I'm starting to feel very nervous for him as mm-hmm. these news cycles typically go. And she came out with a really eloquent statement saying that this is related to his bipolar disorder. Um, it's very difficult and hurtful for her family to be 
going through this. There's not really anything they can do because he is an adult and he's not clearly a threat to himself. Um, and then asking for, you know, compassion and empathy surrounding the whole issue. I know I just talked for like five minutes, but that's the, <laughs> that's the summary. That's not even going into things. I was going to say, I feel like you just scratched the surface and that was it. Like it's, yeah, it's in depth. It is. And this is Thursday. So like God knows what's going to happen today before you actually hear this. But that's where we've left off now. What has been going through your minds watching this unfold and reporting on it? Um, I mean, I think the, f- the first, and you kind of said this already, but it's gone from, you know, a week or so ago, you know, I think it was, or a couple weeks ago, people kind of poked fun at it. And it seemed, I don't want to say a small issue, but it was definitely smaller than it is now. And I feel like at this mm-hmm. point, it has definitely gotten to a serious, like an actual very serious uh, issue uh, with him uh, and his mental health. Um, and I think that should just be over anything. Uh, considered what's the priority in this in mm-hmm. this scenario is um the help uh you know on that front um that that's probably probably needed um i would think based off of everything we're seeing um you know i i don't know what his experiences are with the family like with the kardashian family i know he has said a bunch like a bunch of different things um but it's you know in this state of mind i think it's very hard to decipher the the gravity of what they might actually be i don't want to say they're untrue um but i also don't want to say they're true either because we don't know you know what the severity is of of those issues so i just hope that um you know kind of once this this cycle kind of dies down that he can or or, you know immediately get the help that that might be needed there so right yeah i know it's kind of an unreliable narrator situation where you're reading all these tweets being like probably not but who knows you know yeah yeah I think what I, you know, what's hard for me, like a couple of weeks ago, we had mentioned, we love like the Kardashians in the White House, like memes, but now I'm starting to see memes about this situation. And it's just like, I just, I don't understand as a human, um, how people are okay laughing at that, making fun of it. Like it's, it's a very serious issue in, in what he's going through. And I think that we, as a society, sometimes feel so separated, even though we feel so close to celebrities via social media, we feel so separated from them and we kind of characterize them in our heads that we forget that we almost like dehumanize them. Like this is a human being going through something very real that a lot of people battle with and they just happen to be on a very large platform. And so um, I have really appreciated a lot of the celebrities stepping up to the plate, just being like, listen, this is not a laughing matter. It's a very serious issue. Um, let's show the family some respect. And I love that Kim came out and said something. And I really genuinely hope that he gets the help he needs because I think kind of to allude to what Jameson said, like it's, it's a little hard to define the line because he's saying these things. So what do you blame on bipolar and what do you blame on truth? And us as a society, we're just never really going to know, you know, we're not in that inner circle. We're not in that family, you know? So I just kind of hope that people respect their space and, Um, that Kanye, you know, gets the help that he needs. Right. And it does look like he has, his family is not obviously in why he's in Wyoming right now. His family's not with him. Um, but his, he's got some childhood friends who flew up from they're from like back in the Chicago days. Uh, Dave Chappelle showed up the other day to kind of offer their support. His, his former manager is up there. So it does look like he has a circle of people who are there making sure that he's, you know, at least safe. Um, yeah. And yeah. Th- there was a report, uh, a source told people 
that he had passed like a mental stability test. Uh, I'm not really sure what that entails and what that necessarily means. Um, so there, but the, the, that's, that's kind of what's coming out of Wyoming right now. The one thing that I thought was really interesting and, um, you know, sources can say whatever, but this one was really in depth and we know that, you know, sometimes <laughs> the Kardashians use people as a direct line uh, of what they're saying. They're typically the ones who they talk to. Um, there was a report from them today that was saying, you know, Kanye did say that he was trying to get divorced from Kim since 2018. And they were saying, you know, actually they have been talking about divorce pretty in depth for the last several weeks. I've been getting lawyers involved um, and, and before this all happened. So I'm, I'm not sure. I know stressful times in life can trigger episodes that are uh, in, in bipolar disorder with people who struggle with that. So I, if they are talking seriously about divorce, they were like, they're, very seriously considering co-parenting and they want to remain on good terms, but this relationship has come to the end of whatever it has been. And then they just want to move forward into the next part of their relationship. So that's another kind of interesting layer to it. I'm, we'll see, I guess, what happens with that, uh, see if that's true or not, but it, it read as a, I, I believe it, you know, it, it seems yeah. like, that might think, happen. And like, I think, I mean, I would think that the, the era of COVID, you know, has probably <laughs> ampl amplified whatever those issues have been maybe over the past couple mm -hmm. years. Like yeah. it's, it's taken it to those issues, uh, you know, kind of internally now it has made it boil over top and be external um, to this, to say the least. Right. I mean, well, how many, how many couples have we seen that have gotten divorced yeah. this time being like, yeah. listen, we were together for four months. Yikes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, we saw, I think it was last season. Forgive me. I cannot remember which season it was with the Kardashians. <laughs> it was either last season or the season before, but I think it was last season. They all blend um, together. <laughs> I know. They're all like, ah. It's always know. on. So, you know. I know. I know. I never know how to define because he always plays them. And so, anyways. Right. Either last season or the season before, so forgive me for you know not knowing which one, but we did see an argument between Kim and Kanye when Kim was trying to figure out what she was going to wear. I don't know if it was for the Met Gala, but it was for something. Yeah. And Kanye has been very public in his shift in the way he's thinking and he's studying the Bible more and wants to move towards that direction in life. You know, and you're kind of seeing like that was the first episode where I thought to myself, and this is probably awful, but I was like, I feel like if they keep going on these paths, like it's going to lead in divorce because it, it seems as if he is on this path and she's yeah. kind of on this path. And, and that happens to a lot of couples. I mean, it's not, it has nothing to do with celebrity status, you know, but that was the first episode and they really, Kanye does not come on the show very often. So the fact mm -hmm. that they even showed like this argument between Kim and Kanye, just having their differences, like I think Kanye just up and left out of the room because he couldn't even talk to Kim anymore. And Kim was just like super pissed about, you know, what he was saying and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, and that was shot years ago, a couple of years ago. So, I mean, I can only imagine, well, I say that like it's been five years. It was probably a year or two ago um, when that was shot. So it kind of just doesn't surprise me when I hear, I hate, I hate it for him, but it doesn't surprise me. Well, I mean, like you said, like he's gotten very religious. He's having the Sunday services. He's spoken very openly about kind of moving on a different path. And Kim doesn't, 
I, she seems to be more humoring him than being really into it herself. Mm-hmm. And that's a really fundamental issue in a relationship. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if that, and that's, I mean, if that's best for everyone to just have a peaceful co-parenting relationship, mm-hmm. I mean, look at uh, Courtney and Scott. They're I was going to say, look at now. all of them. Look That's at true. Kylie and, and Travis. Look at Chloe. Now. Well, I mean, Chloe and Tristan. That's a well, whole other topic. Of, they're kind of a dumpster <laughs> fire. <so. laughs> That's a whole other. But yeah, Courtney and, and Scott. And so I, and they, Courtney, I just read an interview yesterday. Cor- or I'm sorry, Chloe had given credit to her parents for giving mm. them a good example as to what co-parenting should look like. So I don't, I have faith that if they were to get themselves in a co-parenting situation, they would be just fine. Yeah. I thought it was interesting uh, in the little uh, article where the insider sources were talking about divorce. They said, yes, the Kardashian women do stand by their men, but this has gotten to a point where the romantic part of the relationship is over. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting because it's very true. They really are ride or die for their significant others and their past significant others. Even when Lamar was in trouble with his overdose, um, Chloe, they were on very well on their way to divorce. Chloe was there, man. She was right there for them. The whole family was. So, you know, I say a lot of things about the Kardashians and I mean them, but um, (laughs) but (laughs) they they do stick together and they stick by the people that they've chosen to have kids with. So I agree. Yeah, so that will be be an interesting one to see pan out. Yeah, best wishes to him. I hope that uh, everything works out, basically. I don't know. That's a platitude, but I mean it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's move on to something that is a little bit less depressing. It feels less real. It's just as real, I'm sure, but it feels like there's less high stakes, so it's more fun to joke about. Uh, Colton and Cassie of The Bachelor, we talked about this. They broke up in May. Seemed very amicable. No one thought that was going to last anyways because she kind of wasn't into it. Um, she, yeah. Stiff armed right? him the whole way through. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Definition of, like, I guess persistence pays off, but not that long. Um, oh. Oh. So they haven't said anything about the relationship. We don't know why it happened. I guess we can guess, but, you know, it, you know, they're – They've been pretty tight-lipped about it. Then Cassie appeared on the Greatest Seasons special the other week um, and briefly addressed the split. Like, and he said a couple things about it and then later said, you know, they edited it to make it seem like I talked about it way more than I did. I only said a few things. I said a lot more things about other things, but then they edited it out. Classic. (laughs) Then Colton goes on Instagram and writes in this really shady Instagram caption that, well, you know, they had agreed to keep their split private, but quote, obviously a lot has changed this week. Boo, 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 shots fired. Um, (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Go, go ahead. No. So Cassie comes back. I was like, no, I didn't even say anything. Like they kept asking me questions and then accused him of being like, well, by bringing this up and making it a thing, you're the one who's starting this. And also, you're writing a chapter for your new book about me, and you won't let no me way. read it. No way. Boom. Yeah. But, like, his whole book, though, so. was kind of – I think he's probably salty, too. Like, I have not read Colton's book myself. I have friends who have read it. Okay. They say, we like, should the bring them first – Because I'm not reading it. <laughs> <laughs> the first, like, half of it is, like, stuff that uh, allegedly people, like, we already know as the, like, I had friends that bought it that were like, oh, my God, I want all the juicy details. 
And then they said like the second half, he kind of talks about Cassie, but he kind of already went out on a limb and decided to talk about her and their relationship. Now, again, I don't know the details of this book. I have not read it myself. I kind of don't care to, but I'm willing to let my friends tell me their thoughts on it. And according (laughs) to their thoughts, it was boring, but it was also very like based around his relationship with Cassie. So I think he's probably just butthurt because like literally like, I think, I don't, I can't remember the exact timeline of it, but they either broke up before like just before or just after his book came out right i think it was just just after after. yeah yeah so like the book goes out and he's like i love cassie and she's like see ya later later (laughs) well and then now he's writing like the only interesting chapter of the book and she's like now so i'm sure there's (laughs) yeah legal stuff involved with that um but the new weird development that that happened you know a couple weeks ago and i was like well Okay, uh, that's fine. People bone the bachelor fighting with each other. What else is new? Um, yeah. But then last week, Colton was spotted on a date with Lucy Hale. Yes. Hello. I saw what? that headline and was like, "Wait, this is." It just, I was like, "Did someone like copy and paste the wrong name into the headline? What's what's going on here?" 2020 is seriously like Mad Libs. That it is putting names in a box and shaking them up and being like. Megan Fox and MGK. I know. Another thing. Another one. That's that, a whole look. Oh my wait god. Wait a second. We okay. A, yeah. We can talk about that. Not yeah, to, yeah. Not. To, I don't want can to derail we? this. But where did <laughs> yeah. where did that come from? Was it was there something there with Machine Gun Kelly that was previous that I don't know or miss or where they were on they were in a movie together, which yeah, the okay. movie hasn't come out yet. It's randomly enough produced by Lala from Vanderpump Rules is. Fiance. Oh, okay, he actually is a is an Oscar nominated producer. Side note. Yes, anyway, he is. Yeah, so. I know. It's just so weird. I'm always yeah. like, whenever they talk about him, I'm like, I know you have your own career, but I just know you as Lala's. Like, I know. I just, fiance. I, yeah. Tough. So Tough to be on the sh- other shoe. What what that what I laughed yesterday. I read uh, an interview that they did, pretty much saying that they fell in love at first sight. It was like one of the, that like that connection. But the the messed up part about it is that. Uh, what's Megan's ex or Brian Austin Green? Name? Yes, Brian Austin Green straight up like talked about it on his podcast. How <laughs> like that was the guy that he didn't need to worry about. Like they were just friends. Like she said, oh, yeah. like we're just friends. Don't worry. And then now she's coming out being like it was love at first sight. Like man, that's mess. I feel bad for the ex. Uh, isn't that always how it happens? Yes, they've been I together mean, for a long time, right? Yeah, like they a have. Decade, haven't yeah, they? like ten years. But they—they've yeah. been separated since December, apparently. So there was no cheating involved. But uh, but I think well, I mean, I guess it depends on how you before then. Uh, no, they met in March. Oh yeah. oh 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 okay. Like right, because they got shut down because of uh, coronavirus. But still, he talked about how, like, at one point in time, he and Megan had a conversation, and she was like, "He's just a friend." Yeah, Which, I think I mean, that was I before they like announced their divorce. Technically, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, there like it doesn't appear because he said later on that same podcast he was like, "Well, you know, no hard feelings," um, but also, I don't think they're anything. Um, but I'm very interested. I'm I'm very interested in that couple. Like, I I want to see where they're. Yeah. I don't know why. I have a weird thing with MGK where I'm just kind of like, okay. And then Megan Fox is just gorgeous. And she's just been like so out 
like of it like i feel like since her transformer days she's been just like nowhere to be found and now all of a sudden with mgk i'm just very like excited to see what goes on between them well that's she had a really like horrible experience with sexism on the on the whole transformers set yes. so she was like i'm out of movies which i get and respect um yes but thanks a lot michael yeah. Yeah, thanks for many things, including just right? that movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Anna. and considering okay, like those and considering, sucked. okay, yeah, I, I, they, they're the first one's like entertaining, but yeah. then yeah. after that, it's like I agree. Come on, it was I cool agree. to see the robots transform once, and then you're like, well, I've seen that, and now there's three more hours. I can't. Um, yeah. <laughs> what I are, what are, Although I do like Mark Wahlberg, so. Good for him. Yeah, well, he doesn't show up to like the sixth one. I know. <laughs> I'm not waiting around for that. I saw the first yeah. one and then was like, no more, yeah. please. I'm not, I'm not here for, for, you know, number six. So weird. I'm not really invested in the robot drama. Um, yeah. They still do the same thing, I feel like, in every single movie. And like, like you said, the first one was interesting. Like, okay, cool. After that, it's just kind of all the same. It's like, all right. Optimus Prime shows up and he's like, my robot planet is dying. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wasn't it dying last time? Come on. Come on, Optimus. Yeah. It's been dying for a hundred years, buddy. You guys yeah. are dumb robots. You can't exist in space. Oh my God. If there were Transformers fans out there, they would be coming for me right now because I'm getting it all wrong. But I don't know if anyone feels that passionately about it. So yeah. don't at me. I don't care. Um, <laughs> back, to, back to Colton and Lucy Hale. Hi. Know, yeah. heck did we get here apparently they're like casually dating and i'm just constantly impressed with these bachelor people's ability yes. to like worm their way back into yes. a-list life after they go away yes impressive. i agree i agree if you impressive. look at all of them it's just like i was just thinking that this morning i was watching a can't even remember her name she's got like a million followers on instagram bristow Caitlin Bristow. Caitlin Bristow, yeah. Yeah, she did. She did a video with Justin, who is like Chris Tavallari's BFF. I'm obsessed with him, and I was do. I was looking at this video, and then I just like got. I started like creeping on her page. I was like, I feel like these Bachelor people just like find their way to like a list status, but there's only a few of them that do that. If you really think yeah. about it, in the broad spectrum of things, because there's so many people that go on that show, but there's quite a bit of them that just all or they intertwine with each other, and it's just like fraternity sorority life. I'm still shook at Wells Adams and Sarah Highland. I'm like, he Ugh. didn't even win. He didn't even make it very far. He's adorable right? and very kind, nice seeming, but like, I'm like, how are you getting <laughs> a he spread? To invited to in all magazines. parties, man. You you get invited to all those Hollywood A-list part, the ones that Anna, you and I are not invited to right now. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely invited to those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just turning them down. <laughs> In my they wouldn't let me bring my cat, furniture. so I decided not to go. Uh, can my cat be my plus one? They're like, no, please. I'd, also, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, but it's. I, I think it's very cool how they, I mean, good for them. Good for them. It's Tyler Cameron. And I appreciate it. Tyler Cameron, boo. He was spotted at a giant house party in Florida last week. What are you doing, oh. Tyler? You were supposed to be the best of us. I know. Well... On Listen, that. if you're going to do that, if you're a celebrity, like, come on, just uh, don't put it on social media so people can get crazy at you for it. But also, like, should we really be don't. that close with people? Yeah. Don't. Just don't do it. I don't care if you put it on social media. Just don't do it either way. Please. It's yeah. a pandemic. Please. It really is. And with that, Wear let's go to break. <laughs> Wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> From 
From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Ha! Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount Plus. Yes! All right, we are back from break and we were having a really good time, so let's bring it down. Um, <laughs> we're going to end on a high note. We are, we are. We're ending on a high note. Don't worry, guys. I like to take you up and down on an emotional roller coaster um, to stress everyone out, so that's fine. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we'll keep this short, um, but Tamar Braxton was hospitalized last week. She had a reported suicide attempt, um, and but now positive. She is alert and awake, and her rep said that she has been transferred to another hospital facility. Um, obviously, we wish her well, and we hope that she gets the help she needs. Um, you know, that's, that's really sad. It was a sad situation. If I feel like any, at any point in time, when a human gets to, to that state mentally, like my heart just breaks for them, you know, cause yeah. every, every person's life matters, you know, and it just, it makes mm-hmm. me, I'm glad she's okay. And I, I hope yeah. afterwards she receives the support, the love, the help that she deserves and, and needs. And yeah, that yeah. was a scary situation. It was, and we all know, I mean, obviously the front that people put on for the public, especially when you're a celebrity, is much different than who you actually are. Nene Leakes from Real Housewives of Atlanta is really good friends with her and was like, check on your strong friends because we, you know, we didn't know anything was wrong. But the Mm -hmm. the kind of dark backstory to this is just a week, a couple weeks prior Page six had obtained an email that uh, that Tamar sent to WeTV, which has Braxton family values on it and has for like a decade now, and was uh, saying that they had destroyed her family for ratings and had exploited her childhood sexual abuse for ratings, talking about it on camera without her consent. Um, and it, yeah, so she was the one of the quotes was we put fight with each other we betray each other and now we're physically assaulting each other all happening because your show has chosen to show the absolute worst side of a strong independent successful african-american family and then there's a lot more to it um the the network put out a statement just being like oh we hope that she's okay which i don't know what you necessarily would say other than that in this Mm -hmm. situation um but it is, it, it, it was interesting to me because looking at all the families and the relationships that are shown on reality TV, they, I mean, there's the reality TV curse where, you know, marriages that are shown on reality TV break up. And it's, it is really interesting thinking about like, oh, I would want to be on reality TV, but then looking at really the, the human cost of putting everything out there and, and especially over the span of a decade, I was thinking about it and was like, oof. Is, well, there, also is think, there a way to make it non-exploitative? I don't know. Well, and I, what it makes me think about is how we as a society are so clued in, so drawn, so just like we want the drama. And that's, I think on us as a population, as a society, like we, if it's nice, what do we say about the episode? It's boring. I mean, like there's drama that goes down. If there's, I mean, all of us, you know, love the real housewives. And Mm -hmm. uh, when you watch that show, when they're drunk and when they're screaming at each other, that's what makes the interesting episode for us. So I, I think about the production crew and the people that are behind the scenes 
what they have to do to create the ratings, but we as a society almost demand that. So it's like, I feel like we're all interconnected and we're all responsible in some form of fashion. And I might be getting a little too deep for this. I don't know, no, but not at all. like that, that's kind of what I think of. Cause it's how, okay. How do we create the drama without causing this divide in the family? You know, but if we show all the fun, happy highlights, are people going to be as enticed to watch? So where does the change happen? You know, because it is, it's such a curse. You get into reality television. And I said this last week, like, I know that obviously the Kardashians have their differences and and no family is perfect. And obviously Courtney was wanting to step away, but I look at them and almost think like they're some of the most successful and I'm not defining this by money or ratings. I'm just saying like they've gone through so many seasons of reality television and they're still kind of together. I mean, obviously they have stuff going on, you know, right now, but like you look at honey boo boo and what happened to her family, you know, you think about all these other like TLC shows, you know, with, with, you know, I just feel like there's so many people that get so divided. I don't know. It's, it's, I got a lot going on up in here and there's I can't a, like, there's, there's I can't speak words. There's, there's kind of two lanes to it, the way I see reality television. I, I think that you've got the Kardashians who, to successfully, if that's how you want to put it, successfully yeah. do it, you, your entire life in and out is going to be reality-based. And you have to yeah. accept that as your new life. The issues that, like when, when there are divorces or bad things happen, um, you know, that, I feel like that's when whatever family it was or, or, or person, when they, they want both. They want a private mm-hmm personal life on this path, but they also want their reality show and those cannot ever coexist. That's a good point. I never thought about that because really they do. I feel like the Kardashians do make it their life. I mean, they share so much. It's insane. Because then there's a a tug of war with that family or that person of, I Mm -hmm. I want my privacy and I want, you know, the, you know, this, this lane, but I also want the glamour piece, the front facing piece, the reality show, the money, whatever it is. And they just, unfortunately, especially over if you want it to be a long lasting show or whatever, it's just not going to happen. And part of what I think has made the Kardashians so successful is a lot of what we see isn't real. A lot of their show is (laughs) scripted. I mean, you watch it. They're not very good actors. You can tell. So you get those moments in the season that they lead up to where it's like, uh, you know, Chloe finding out that Tristan had cheated on her and stuff like that. But the real, real moments aren't happening on screen. They actually close us out from a lot of that. So they have a really strong line divided because they have socioeconomic power where they have, they're their own executive producers. They have this massive mm-hmm. contract where they can be like, no, I'm not showing that on camera. And that happens. They can stage something else. But if you're on a, like a smaller network or, or don't have, I mean, who has the clout of the Kardashians necessarily? In no the one US? really. Exactly. Then you don't have the, institutional power to be like no I, I don't want to talk about that if you know yeah. God, no one on the Kardashians would bring up someone's childhood abuse without anyone knowing about it they would be out immediately Chris would so, never do that ever mm-hmm. unless she vetted it for yeah exactly so to, yeah. to be kind of under the thumb of your contract or whatever and not have the power to be like we're not doing that that, I can't imagine how that would wear on one's one's mental health mm-hmm. because, I, and I think we've you talked feel about trapped this almost. Yeah, I, and I think we've talked about this before. How the Kardashians are real, but they're fake. But they've been on TV so long and they've blended it so well. But their personalities are kind of fake and real at the same time. So yeah. mm-hmm. we are getting the real them, but they're always performing. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It's a, it's tough. And it's made me think, you know, I, I love the trash TV where it's like, Oh my God, they're fighting. But it's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Reading that email was like, maybe I should be more ethical about my consumption. Yeah. But I think, you know what, I, I think personally, in my opinion, that's the first step that we as a society have to take. We have to change almost our standard of what is entertaining for us, because I yeah. think that there, you can be successful. And again, I don't mean this like in, in a money sense, but I think in a reality sense, if a family does decide to sign up for a show and they want to move forward, you know, with it, I think that there is a way to go about it. But the demand of what we want is going to have to, I think, shift a little bit for them to be able to do that. But Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's move on to actually one of the TV shows that makes me feel good about watching reality TV, Big Brother. Um, Yay! Yay! Everyone's a consenting adult and it's a game show. It's great. Okay. Um, So I know we talked about this last week that there was a rumored all-star season coming. It's official. It's on. CBS announced that Big Brother 2, it's going to be an all-star season. It's premiering August 5th. It's going to have the normal schedule, airing three times a week. The cast is in L.A. quarantining right now. It's going to be the same exact format. There's not going to be a live audience on Thursdays, but, like, who cares? Um, (laughs) And there's going to be a live entering the house special because I'm sure they don't have time to edit one together right now. So, like, whatever. It's going to be live. It'll be fun. Um, (laughs) they haven't announced the main cast right now. They're currently Mm -hmm. testing. They brought in main people and alternates. So I'm sure everyone thinks they're main until everyone tests negative. And then they're like, okay, well, you guys were alternates. Um, (laughs) (laughs) they haven't released the cast list yet. I think I just said that, but, um, there is a rumored cast list that came out on TMZ that is, Mm -hmm. uh, Josh Martinez, Daniel Donato, Paul Calafiore, or Polly, I guess. Uh, Nicole Franzel, Tyler Crispin, Janelle Pierzina, she was before my time, um, Ian Terry, Hayden Moss, and Bailey Dayton. You know my girl Bailey. We talked about her last week, how I didn't like her on her season, but I liked her on the challenge. So I'm excited to see them back. Uh, Ian's a Pittsburgh boy, so I'm excited for that. too. Yes. Um, I'm just excited we're getting a new season of something. Yes. It's going to yeah, be so right? refreshing. It's, it could be like a little escape. And I love that it's not just once a week. It's multiple times a week. Yes. Three times a week. <laughs> the yes. only time in our lives that we'll actually have time to watch Big Brother. Because normally yeah. it's like, oh, gosh, I have to catch up. I'm behind. And now it's like, bring it on. Yeah. I'll watch it live. I'll watch I'm the commercials. Why. I don't care. Before before I started, you know, with pop culture, I was not a big brother. It's not that I wasn't a fan. I just did not watch it. And mm-hmm. now since working here, it has become one of my favorite shows. So when I got the the ping this morning that it was coming back August 5th, I got so excited. I'm so ready yeah. to just watch some reality TV, some good reality TV. Yes. <laughs> and it'll be fun to watch everyone play because this is an all-star season. So they've already played the game. A lot of that weird... How do we do yeah. it? I don't really know what my strategy is going to be from the beginning. Yeah. It's over. These people are going in with a plan and I'm excited to see it. We talked for 17 million years on the other segments. So I'm just going to cut it short there unless you guys have any last big brother <laughs> thoughts. Just excited. No, just excited. Me too. Um, <laughs> move on to our pop culture picks of the week. What is thrilling you this week? Uh, so... There's a Vanilla Ice movie that's coming yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, a Franco is going to be playing Vanilla Ice, James Franco's brother. So I, he looks. 
I just like him oddly enough. He does. It, yeah. Impeccable casting, at he least, does. at least from the look standpoint, mm-hmm. but uh, it's, you know, it's, I, I kind of joke and laugh about it. It's, it's kind of funny to me that, that this is happening. Um, yes. But like, do the question is like, do we need a vanilla ice biopic movie? No, not in the slightest. I don't think we do, but, but you know. we're going to watch it. But Did I'm going to think but that I'm we need Tiger King. Yeah, well, no. hey, the thing is, we, we didn't even know what that was. And then I saw that trailer and I was like, what is Sold. this magical world of murder, mayhem, <laughs> gypsies, and all kinds of stuff? What is happening? I need- <laughs> so this might, you know, I don't know. Maybe this is kind of the same thing on the, on the biopic movie front. So, but yeah. So I just thought it was down. so funny that it was like, we went from Freddie Mercury icon, Elton John icon. Next up, Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Yep, there it yes. is. Skipped a lot of steps to get there, but man, are yeah. we... Yeah interested to see what happens yeah we'll see how uh we'll see how it goes yeah what about you victoria oh my god i for the first time in a long time i have like multiples this week that i'm excited oh my gosh um so i'm gonna run through them really quick i'm not gonna make this long and and you know stretched out do love shark fest we talked about it last week yeah uh that's been very interesting um paris hilton is coming out with a documentary that I am very I mean I hate that she has to talk about such a dark past but I'm very intrigued to meet this side of Paris Hilton that we have allegedly never seen before so um very thrilled about that and I'm also very happy for Demi Lovato who got engaged yeah oh yeah yeah to this guy who I've never I mean I knew about (laughs) him when she started dating him but yeah, That's we're all just like, who is this guy again? And how can he afford that rock? Good for you, oh girl. Oh my gosh, her the rock is huge. Biceps, it's massive. Good yeah, for her. She so, deserves it. Yeah, good for her. So I hope that this is a nice positive turning point in her life. And you know. We stand Queen Demi. Yes, we do. Um mine is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has been teasing for literally months and getting really on my nerves saying that they were going to expose this affair between Denise Richards, Brandy Glanville, where we've been waiting all season with nothing and just waiting for it. Last night, they finally came out with the accusation. Brandy said that she was out of town with Denise and they hooked up and she was like really upset and was like, oh my gosh, don't tell my husband. He can never know. They ended with that. So they did make us watch 45 minutes ahead of that. Um, before that ended and now they're all going to Rome together so that should be delightful finally finally we talked about it oh my god um, well let me tell you well, something now I feel like we've I, said it <laughs> I feel like I disappointed you man I told you I was gonna get on to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this week and I just keep forgetting and I feel like I need to play catch up so we can talk about this you know what? It's it's okay. You you can catch up with like the last fifteen minutes. Like there's <laughs> yeah. nothing else. That really I'll watch the last episode. <laughs> Honestly, yes, because we've been really impatient all, all season. So, um, that, that's it for me this week, guys. Any last closing thoughts? Nothing no, get the head shake. No. All right, don't <laughs> don't forget to follow popculture.com. We've got all your up to date news. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter. I'm at Anna Rumor. I'm at Jameson G Brown. And I'm at V Magotomy. Drop us a rating, review, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we'll see you next week. Exclusively on Paramount Plus, get ready to explore like never before. Swiper, no swiping.
swing into action. We need your help. With a girl who put adventure on the map. I don't think I can do it, Dora. I'll protect you, Boots. Together, we got this. Todos juntos. Dora, the brand new series. Stream with your family now, exclusively on Paramount Plus.